Welcome back to the Chicago Marketing Podcast presented by Mignani Continuum Marketing. Head to Mignani.com for all your digital and marketing needs. That's M-A-G-N-A-N-I. And for my co-host, Lane Van Hall, we are going to be recapping one of our most popular episodes of the year this year. This one is going to focus on outreach and your internal outreach in order to reach potential new clients and potential partners. So without further ado, let's go ahead and hop right in. We've had a lot of personal success with our recent outreach efforts via email and social when it comes to drumming up new business and new contacts and just having a better steady flow mm-hmm. of potential new, new clients. So we're going to be talking to you guys about the five ways to improve your personal outreach campaign. Mm-hmm. And the, these are going to be takeaways that you can walk away and just start on them today. Absolutely. And uh, kind of piggyback on what you were saying, outreach is not only great for drumming up new business, it's great for positioning yourself within a marketplace and really defining what you're good at and, and becoming an expert at that um, and just raising awareness. So outreach is great all around. Yes. And when you're doing it for yourself, it's also great training for a service you can sell to your clients as well. Mm-hmm. So once you get in the habit of it, once it becomes an executable thing that you're doing on a regular basis, you know all the beats, you know all the steps of it, mm-hmm. and it's something you can package and showcase mm-hmm. very, very easily to people. Yep, absolutely. So what are the five things? So number one, uh, develop a long-term content calendar. Now, Elena, you had a caveat <laughs> when I mentioned that this was our exactly. number one, so go ahead and take it. Uh the long-term content calendar, come up with a cadence, right? So every week that you're doing something, something is being pushed out, whether that's via email or social. And that content calendar, it doesn't necessarily need to be exactly what your blog post is about, but it needs to have consistency to it. So make sure that you've developed and created the time and the runway to be able to develop the content. And then because depending on your industry, things are so fluid, um, you can update it accordingly, but maybe put together some broad topics that you would like to talk about and really frame it in the voice of who you are. So know who you are as a company and make sure it's applicable to you and your customers um, and use that as kind of the groundwork. And then during, you know, as time moves on, you can always update it towards applicable events um, and, and things that are happening in the news to make sure that it's it's um, new and noteworthy because that gets the highest traction. Absolutely. When we say develop a long-term content calendar, we're not saying know exactly what your email is going to say in five weeks or exactly what you're going to post to social three weeks from Thursday. We're saying have a general idea of what that looks like, mm-hmm. uh, what your weekly topics are. Mm-hmm. And then as you approach that date, uh, to keep an eye on the marketplace, as Elena said, for new information and new topics and maybe new revelations that you can plug into that to make it even more relevant. Right. And on top of that, too, kind of figure out your cadence. So for outreach, is it a blog that's posted that's then followed up with an email that's then followed up with social that's then followed up with a podcast? Mm-hmm. Um, figure out what that looks like. And, and that's a part of that content calendar. Very well put. Uh, number two on our list is utilize your in-house talents. Um, for us, you know, we, we look around the office and there's just a whole bunch of su- super smart and talented people that know the ins and outs of particular silos and, mm-hmm. and portions of this industry that other people in the office are not experts on. Mm-hmm. You can really help your content calendar and your outreach stay fresh and informative by going to these different people and having them provide inputs on the content and maybe even creating it. Mm-hmm. And plus, everybody loves to have a voice and it mm-hmm. not only teaches internally what everybody knows, but it's a great way for you to show your depth and breadth as a company. Um, so it's great to utilize the resources that, resources that you have in-house. Yes, and, and once again, it really gives your outreach a variety of voices. It's not just all mm-hmm. sound like it's coming from one person mm-hmm. or you know a handful of people that are clearly churning out 
send me similar stuff on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. But you really get a unique perspective. Like like last week on the podcast, we had Alex, our statistics guy. He mm-hmm. came on and talked about Google Analytics. And, you know, there's no one really else in the office who is, you know, qualified or has mm-hmm. the knowledge that he does about that. Mm-hmm. So it was fantastic to involve him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've involved other people in the past as well, Jurek, Dob, in, in the podcast. So really look around your, look around your office, look around the, the talents that you have and uh, start to bring them into the fold. Right. And I think planning, too, I think the biggest thing is kind of herding cats to get <laughs> everybody to, to actually want to contribute because it's it's something that isn't necessarily a part of everybody's day job. But I think creating a rallying cry around why outreach is so great and the exposure that you personally are going to get and how it frames you and your and your um, your colleagues as an expert, I think is really great. And then giving them the timeline and, and the framework of what it looks like and making sure you, that for a lot of companies, you build in those approval processes too, so it's not so daunting. Yes. And uh, getting back to that content calendar, if you have stuff laid out far enough in advance, you can, let's say you're bringing on a designer to write a blog or create something for you. If they know a few weeks in advance, they can start prepping for this. Mm-hmm. They can have it on, on their radar. They can continue to chip away at it instead of, you know, 24 hours before it's due, have to have to crank something out. Right. Like I always do. <laughs> well, you're a content strategist, so you're good at cranking things out, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Let's do I'm this on kidding. the fly. And speaking of cranking things out on the fly, let's make it through this podcast. <laughs> okay, number right now. Number three. Number three, uh, speak to relevant topics. This kind of touched back on our, our first point, but mm-hmm. keep it fresh. Keep it interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always brand new news coming out on a weekly basis in, in our industry, mm-hmm. and you don't want to have something that you had planned be released the same week that maybe contradictory news came out or or, or bigger news maybe it'll be exactly. overshadowed by some headliners so keep it rush, fresh keep it relevant and um and be sure to pivot with with the news and stay on top of that and be cognizant of too when you're sending things out what day it is is it a holiday what what's going on to make sure you kind of play into that and we have found for example valentine's day was one of our highest engagements and and that's when we did a whole valentine's day kind of theme around the romance between a, an agency and, and the client, right? So keep things applicable and relevant and, and you'll get more engagement. Very well put. Number four on our list is involve partners and friends. What do you mean by that, Michael? What I mean by that is don't just look internally for who can help you out with this, but look externally. Mm-hmm. Look for people who, um, who have worked for you in the past or who are partners that you work with on a regular basis, whether it be on the production side, the creative side, mm-hmm. you know, any side of the industry, and have them come in. Mm-hmm. It, it provides a brand new and unique voice mm-hmm. that's going to be a little bit different than what you're producing and really give your outreach a little bit more street cred because mm-hmm. you're, you're involving a few other voices mm-hmm. and a few other people, and, and it gives your depth of topics uh, or it makes it makes your depth of topics a lot more as well right well i think too on top of that outreach is all about getting exposure right and by including other partners you tap into their networks too because they're so, going to share it exactly and i think the more partners and alliances you have in an, in any industry um, the better off you are so definitely tap in other industry resources and um, influencers and bring them in and have a conversation that's right. Go through your Rolodex or your LinkedIn. Rolodex. Rolodex. Yes. Yeah. It's called a Rolodex. It's always going to be Rolodex to me. Go through your go, go through your Rolodex <laughs> and, uh, and and see who you can what resources you can tap into to improve your overall outreach. And so so to recap of our top five uh, steps to improve your outreach campaign. Number one, we had develop a long term content calendar, but do not set it in stone. 
I know. I'm doing. Oh, a, okay. I'm doing a recap. Oh, okay. Of all of them. Oh, I thought you said the recap of the five, but I'm like, we didn't I talk said, about the I fifth one before. You know, oh. before the fifth, I'm gonna do a recap here. So it's Friday, folks. <laughs> Come on, we gotta crank this out. <laughs> Um, so, so let's again to recap. Um, number one, develop a long-term content calendar, but don't have it set in stone. Be flexible. Be able to to pivot if you need to. Number two, utilize your in-house talent. Don't have one person be responsible for the voice and the creation of your outreach. Mix it up. Bring in unique and powerful voices within your company to add to the depth of the content you're creating. Uh, number three, speak to relevant topics. This gets back almost to the content calendar a little bit and being able to pivot and being able to be flexible and not totally be set in stone. Uh, don't put it in concrete, put it in sand. And then um, invoke partners and friends. Look for people outside of your actual four walls who can come in and help promote you and give you a little bit more street cred and exposure. And then number five, and I, I think this is the most important one, it's be consistent. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? So like, can I do something once a month? Is that enough? Like, how frequently do you think people should do things? Well, you know, for us, it's worked very well on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. So for us, we found that that has been kind of the key. And yeah. just sticking with that on a weekly basis, people then begin to expect um, your product or your message on certain days. It almost mm-hmm. becomes appointment viewing. Mm-hmm. So once you kind of get that set in stone, you know, for some places, it might be every two weeks. Mm-hmm. For some places, if you're making a video or you, you have a little bit more production time and in-depth stuff maybe you're only doing once a month Mm -hmm. no matter what you need to be consistent with it right we found a week works but it may not be for everybody right and I think like exactly what you said and you can test too I think we did a lot of testing up front to see what day of the week resonates the most and what time of day resonates the most and and we played around with the cadence a little bit too so be sure to test that up front to kind of figure out what works best for you but then once you figure it out stay in that groove Absolutely. Absolutely. Very well put. And if you want to get another inside look at our outreach and how good we are doing at it, uh, <laughs> head to Mignani.com, sign up for our newsletter, and you will you will start to see what we're talking about here and what we're producing. The, the podcast is just a part of that. Thank you all so much for, for listening. But you can also take a look at you know how it's also coming together with us invoking other partners and having other creative voices being involved yeah for sure so go to mignani.com and go to the contact us and there's going to be a little checkbox there that you can click and submit that's right that's right and elena great to have you back again as always great to be back michael and uh thanks everybody for listening and once again remember to hit subscribe on itunes because we have a fresh episode of the chicago marketing podcast dropping every single friday yeah it's very exciting have a great weekend everyone